Welcome everybody to the Paper Outpost. This is Pam all by herself today pulling out of the thrift store. Yes, yes, I did it again. I swore I wouldn't go shopping. Well, I didn't swear I wouldn't go shopping. I swore I wouldn't buy more stuff that I already have plenty of. I did that. <laughs> I totally did that. Oh, the, the, the prices were so good. Okay, so here's the deal. Crafter Confession was the first of the month today, and it changed to a new color tag, which has the discount. So that means that the orange tags have not been on discount for, I don't know, four or five weeks. But that means first pickings. You know what that means. Yeah, the good stuff is still there. Got there at 9 a.m. when the door opened. Yeah, I know. I know. So I said to myself, just don't do it. Just pick up a few cute little things. Maybe something for Sunny, something for Papa. You know, just leave the stuff there. You don't need to bring the store home. Ah, uh, well, where how, how fast did it start? How fast did the, the yeah, uncontrollable shopping binge start? Well, when I walk into my store and I make a hard right, it's the paper stationery section. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like craft or crack. Um, and I said to myself, you can only buy things that you don't have because buying repeat things is just, it's silly and you want new inspiration. So if, this is my negotiation with myself, if you're going to get something, buy something that you don't have. So, boy, look at both, lo and behold. All the stuff that I don't have somehow found its way into my cart. Yep, yep, I know, I know. I gotta, I gotta make some more books. <laughs> and uh, so made it out of that section. Somehow felt like I needed a couple new purses, so um, I don't. And uh, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I got two blue purses because I'm into this bring in the color for spring thing. So everything else was like bland neutral. And I've been living sort of bland neutral for, I don't know, several years. So I thought I'd change it up a little bit and bring in some color. So I thought a purse is a nice pop of color, right? Who could argue with a blue purse? It's a very pretty blue. It's like Robin's egg. And then there was another one that was also Robin's egg. And somehow they both ended up in there because they were ridiculously priced at next to nothing. And they were cute. So that's all it took for this little crafter to somehow justify she needed those purses. Well, we, we, we shall see how long they go. Um, okay, so if I, if I don't end up keeping all the stuff, I will donate it. So don't worry. It's going to go to a good place or I'll cut, cut it up, <laughs> you know, as I do. And it'll get used some way, shape, or form. Nothing goes to waste around here. I'm just driving by a very cool old shotgun style house. I've oh, never been down this street before. Where am I? I think I'm lost at this moment. Oh, that's the street that goes back to your home. Silly willy. Don't even know where you are. In your own town, you haven't been getting out much lately. All right. Okay. I think I figured out where I am now. So then let me take you to on a tour. So I was checking out, you know, a few clothes here and there just to see what I find. And What's more fun than finding clothes with tags on it still? You know, like it's never been worn. It's just, maybe it's been tried on, but uh, so yeah, yeah, that happened. And then uh, I decided, okay, well, since I'm here, this is my favorite thrift store for finding old books. And uh, well, let me just say, I should have never gone in that back room. No, I should have never gone back there. 
because that was a very, uh, let's say, it filled up my cart. I found so many really cool old books. I just went bananas and um, fabulous covers, old creamy vanilla caramel creme brulee papers. Oh, it was, I'm going the wrong way. I just realized I'm absolutely, I'm like drunk driving on craft supplies right now. Okay, I'm going to go down this road. I have no idea what this road is. Is this my road? No. No, this is not even close to where you live, silly willy. This is, this is what happens when I don't bring sunshine with me. So he's my stopgap because I go shopping with him and I've got, I've got limited time because he gets uncomfortable and, and, you know, he starts to, you know, let me know, like, I want out of the bag. Mom, let me out of the bag. I don't want to be in the bag. So I left Sonny at home in Papa's care. Papa said he would babysit Sonny for me to give me a little outie time and just free and you know because uh i cherish this time getting out it's good to get out you know see other people cajole with the cashier you know shoot the stuff with some other shoppers that's how it's done right am i going the right way now somebody tell me i don't know that's a nice tour of the neighborhoods anyway it's just finished okay here's my other thing it started torrentially raining like like the mother load of Niagara Falls had unloaded over this little thrift shop so I certainly couldn't go to the truck then right no 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 I must stay in and shop longer <laughs> and you know what happens when that happens the cart gets fuller and fuller and fuller and uh, I found to myself for some strange reason on the brink of spring in Florida I was buying winter clothes and I think it's because they had the AC set really high in there but I thought, you know, I might go see family at some point and I might have to have like a winter sweater um, or I might have to have, a, a, you know, like a, a, like a winter jacket. you right. That makes perfect sense. Yes. In March in Florida. Right. I know. I know. No. OK, but, you know, maybe I can uh, I can get rid of some other stuff in my closet because, yeah, it, it needs to go. And uh, so there I am perusing in the back book section. Oh, let me tell you, there was there was a puddle, puddle of drool on the floor, right where I was uh, standing. And um, there was a guy standing, not quite six feet away. Well, I'll give him maybe five feet. But uh, he was looking at the CDs and that. And I, I think a lot of the people that were in there today were people who were resellers. They were going in there and grabbing a bunch of stuff that they thought was a, you know, other people would like, and then they can flip it quickly. I, I don't know. I just sensed that or they, you know, who, I don't know. I'm making this up in my mind. I have, I have no idea why they're there, but, um, there were a lot of people on the phone going, yeah, it's this much. And, um, they've got three of them. What do you think? And there were a lot of like checking with somebody else. That could be husband and wife checking to see if they need the thing. They really don't need the thing. Who are we kidding? And, uh, so everybody, you know, I wasn't the only empty cart or, or full cart. There were others. Yeah, I was, I was not alone in my hoarding. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. Um, so I felt like I almost needed a second cart. It was that bad. And okay, give me a little slack here. It's the small cart. It's like the little dinky cart. It's not like the giant big, you know, grocery cart, but it could have been. It could have been because I piled it pretty high. Yeah, I got to be, I got to be honest. It was, uh, there were things that were falling out that I had to pick up and put back, tuck back in. Um, 
Yeah, that's kind of the way it went. And I don't know, I, I'm, I'm feeling good about it. I like, have great grand plans. I feel very inspired to do things now. Um, I got some really, oh, oh, I didn't, yeah. So, okay, I finally, I thought, okay, I made it through the book section. I came, I conquered, I got what I really fell in love with, and then I left. And um, then I meandered over to another danger zone for me, big danger zone, the art and craft section. Yeah, I, I actually caught myself looking at rubber stamps and I literally had to you know have a one-on-one with myself to put myself in the corner going what what are you doing what are you what are you doing you don't even have room for the ones that you have Uh, but but what if I find a really good one I could trade out that was my my head thought I could just trade out right and they're like no no really why don't you use the ones you have have lots of fun with those and then when you're done you can release them to the universe and I thought to myself, well, that does that does make sense. And I've got drawers full of them. So, yeah, I, I, I could back away from that one. So I, I got up and then I, I went over into the little sewing section and I rooted around there for a bit. And I found some preloaded bobbins. Oh, yeah. Rookie sewer candy. Preloaded bobbins, baby. Give me those preloaded bobbins so I don't have to do that. And, uh, oh, I don't know if I told you. I had a little... A little I want to say a fight, but uh, let's just say my my sewing machine uh, was not happy with me, and it was not during paper sewing. I have to admit, I was I had a lofty dream of trying to take a pair of cargo—they were kind of ugly cargo style shorts—and put lace on around the legs. And I thought I was getting rid of an old shirt which had lace on it. And I was getting rid of the shorts because I didn't like them. And I thought, let me try and combine the two and see if I can come up with like a nifty combo. And if it doesn't work, hey. I don't like them anyway, so it's okay. And uh, so I did that, and uh, my machine totally choked on me and said, I'm not going any further. What you've done to me is sacrilege. And it was was saying, threatening. It was threatening that it was going to be contacting, yeah, real seamstresses to to take me to seamstress jail because I have uh, committed major infractions with my sewing machine. Although I was not sewing paper at the time. So anyway, I thought everything got stuck down into that mysterious hole. You know what I mean? Like you're sewing and the thing doesn't move and and it's just stuck down in the mysterious hole. So I had to turn it off. I turned it off first and I started unscrewing everything, hoping to God I could remember the order in which to put everything back. And then I slowly opened up the cover and do you know what I saw? Oh my God hairballs of hairballs I guess thread balls or paper balls or something but they were like giant gremlins down there all balled up now I know you have to clean out your sewing machine every once in a while and I have done that although I thought it was just an old urban myth until I actually looked down there once probably because it got stuck before and I looked down there and, and and jaw dropped hit the table got my serious reader glasses on took a good eyeball look down there and then I thought well no wonder she coughed and choked. I need to I need to clean her out and show her some respect. So, um, without a YouTube video and without uh, any reference to anybody who knows way more than I do, I got some Q-tips and I wet the ends and I went around in there and pulled out gobs and then I got some tape and balled it around my fingers and stuck that down there and pulled it out and got some more gobs. And then I had to dislodge the thing that had completely jammed itself, which... Let me just say, it took pliers, tweezers, scissors, and a lot of yanking 
And I thought, well, if I break it, I break it. That's all it is. But it's got to come out because I can't do anything with it right now. It has completely frozen on me. So there I was, yanking, pulling, with my big, thick glasses on, trying to see what on earth I was doing. And finally, after a bit of sawing and chewing and everything, this big chunk of my cargo pant lace creation popped out of the sewing machine. And uh, I thought, okay, okay. Now, hey, maybe there's hope, right? So um, I'm going to, you know, put everything back together again. And I'm, I'm great. I'm, everything's going back together. Putting the screws in right where they were. Everything's good. Of course, you have to get a, a quarter. You, there's no screwdriver known to mankind that will unscrew those things because there's no height space for you to get a screwdriver in there. So I used a quarter. And um, so I got everything together. And then that little black cup that where, where the bobbin sits, I couldn't figure out how to get that in there right every time I put it in it just didn't seem to sit right and then I turned the machine on the machine's like e1 e1 error you have a big fat error ma'am you're not going anywhere we are not sewing for you today no not after what you did to us we're going to give you a big e1 fat error in your face this episode is brought to you by visit Williamsburg in Williamsburg Virginia there's never too much of a good thing whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And I'm like, what, what, what? I just, I cleaned you out. I defussed you. I, it was like a bunny slept down there. And I went in painstakingly and pulled out every microscopic fluff ball I could find. So, okay, I said, self, you're going to fiddle with this for another five minutes to get that darn cup in. And I have to admit, this is not the first time I've had an issue with that little cup. And if you can't get it, you know where you're going. You're going to YouTube and you're going to look at how easy it is to put in if you would just align it at the right spot. There's a little white arrow that's supposed to match with something. I have no idea what it's supposed to match with and I've tried to match it with everything. And finally, that little gipper fell into place. And I knew it has like a certain sound or a certain feel um hard to hard to explain it's just kind of one of those things once you go through it you know you know what I mean you know it just goes in there and it's like oh yeah uh, that's it that's the right spot so I got that in there got my little bobbin back in there closed everything up and um finally she sewed yeah just like nothing had ever happened it was like the argument never occurred it was like we were back married happily married um, perfectly wonderful, um, going like a breeze, but, um, I would say the whole ordeal, it probably took me a good hour, but, you know, kind of threw a kibosh into the day, but, um, you know, those things happen, and, uh, I, I feel obliged to, you know, because I'm recommending to folks to, you know, just get the darn sewing machine, it's just a tool, blah, 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 well, um, it does require maintenance, and if you can't figure it out, and YouTube can't figure it out, you have any friends that can figure it out, you know where you're going, you're either going down to the sewing machine repair shop, or you're going to Walmart and get another one, or you're going to Goodwill and get another $20 one, although, I have noticed that the Goodwill and the other thrift stores, they're short on two things, I've noticed, because I just keep an eye out for these things. They are short on sewing machines, which they used to have tons before COVID. They were like 10, 15 along the wall there. I don't know, everybody decided to take up sewing, or else they're all they're all making junk journals, that's what it is, and they're sewing their papers with them. Or, and, and blenders. 
the blenders are just uh, gone. I haven't seen a blender, I haven't seen a stick blender, nothing. So let me know if you uh, are seeing those yourself. And uh, if you are, that's awesome. And if you're not, um, maybe there's a thing going on. <laughs> um, okay, I'm just uh, waiting to, there's ducks crossing the road and uh, we're just letting them pass first. Um, so yeah, that's kind of kind of the whole hoo-ha of everything. Um, that's been my life. I wonder if you guys experience the same things. Do, uh, does your sewing machine sometimes jam on you? Or are you of the, the, I know better and I, I service it myself or I take it in quarterly gang? Um, well, you know, maybe one day I can aspire to be a quarterly maintenance sewing machine person. I, I probably need to do that because I really do challenge my sewing machine and, um, but I still want to say it didn't choke on paper. It choked on, uh, it choked on, um, fabric. <laughs> and now maybe that's because my needle is dull from all the paper it's been sewing. Probably. That's probably it. Uh, one thing I did notice and I would like to share is that, um, I do tend to sew right through glue, even when it's not wet. And there was a little buildup, not so much on the needle, because I always keep an eye on the needle to make sure the needle's clean, but on the uh, little plate where the foot rests there. And, um, where else will it go somewhere else? Oh, on that, that little, I don't know what you call it, that little piece that pops up so you can reload the bobbin. That thing, it has some dried glue in it, so I made sure I removed all glue residue, and I think things um, are working much better, more smoothly, like it's accepting either the paper or the fabric, and it's just sliding on through more willingly. Um, you know, it's, it's all about respect. It's all about respect, and you gotta respect your equipment, or keep it well, keep it cleaned, oiled, just like us. You know, we got to take care of ourselves. We got to take care of our crafter neck and our crafter back. I have to admit, yesterday I spent another hour looking at um, goofy things too, because my my neck and my back have been bothering me a little bit just from uh, crafting. Um, goofy things that you can do to relieve that neck and back, and just to, to kind of stretch yourself in different directions and turn your neck and do some exercises. Um, I have a good, I gotta remember to do this. I got, I got a good video of somebody showing some neck exercises, which are pretty benign. I think most people can do them if you have craft or neck. And uh, um, oh, there goes my neighbor taking in his garbage. Hello, hello, Alan, good to see you. Um, he wears those Birkenstocks, he's so cute. Um, and um, uh, yeah. So I was there for an hour looking at a goofy thing called the posture pump. And uh, basically it just, you know, you lay down on the thing and it pumps your neck and it pumps your lumbars um, and uh, tries to put the S-curve back in your spine so that you can craft on forever more. Or we should just craft, you know, horizontally. I think I, I think Catherine, Catherine, the horizontal crafter, um, she, uh, she uh, self-proclaimed horizontal crafter. I love that. And I love that people are very inventive and creative so that they can, they can craft no matter what their physical circumstances are. So um, I, I think that's very resourceful uh, of people to find ways to do it, even when your body doesn't want to comply. And um, so I'm trying to, when I sit, I'm trying to sit up straighter. Yep. Get that lumbar curve back in there hold my head at a comfortable direction and turn it and have it look around in different directions every once in a while just to relieve the old crafter stiff neck thing and not hunch my mother always told me stop hunching 
I'm a bad hunter and um, sit, sit, sit up tall, you know, and uh, so I'm, I'm working on that because now, now I'm paying the price for it. Now is the, uh, uh, you know, the dowager hump, the bump on the back is growing. I can see it. And um, so, no, we don't want that. But um, I did. I did do a yoga this week. It was short. It was mild. It was gentle. And uh, I just did it outside on the, the patio um, in the morning. I think I, think I mentioned that. The, um, when the sun was coming up, it was really pretty. And I thought, okay, just do it now because you have energy now. And if you wait till later, you won't. <laughs> so I went out there and did that. And uh, I'd have to say my neck was a little more sore after doing the yoga. But I think I just, you know, woke up things I haven't woken up in a while. So whatever you got to do, you know, to take care of your body um, while you're crafting, it's important and it's worth it. So take time to get up and stretch and walk around, stretch back, stretch forward, move your neck gently, you know, that type of thing. And take good care of yourself because I want you to have so much fun because you certainly deserve it. And uh, we want to craft forevermore, right? We don't want this to, to ever stop. We, you know, we may do different things. We may try this, we may try that. But hey, we want to keep crafting because it's really something we can do no matter what age you are, which is the beauty of it. And there's always something new to make, something new to create. So I'm home now, and now I have a giant truck full of stuff I have to unload and figure out where on earth I'm going to put it. Um, so I guess I better be off and going, but, um, uh, yeah, every, you know, it's not a funny thing. Every time you buy something, you think, oh, I have this stuff, but then you gotta, you gotta clean it. You gotta put it somewhere. You gotta take labels off. You gotta get rid of the packaging. You got, you know, there's like a lot of goddess. So I'm going to go deal with my goddess right now and get, go give Sunny a big huggy, huggy snuggles. Um, so, um, thanks for listening. Um, love that you came by. Um, you'll see, or you'll hear me soon next Tuesday and Thursday. And um, hope it all is well. So, oh, if you uh, did it here, um, and if you are a, me- a member, a recipient of my free monthly email newsletter, um, there's an extra special little something in there in April that you may want to take a look at if you haven't looked at it. And if you haven't signed up yet for the newsletter, even if you sign up anywhere in April, you'll still get the April newsletter. So, because I look every day to see who, who has signed up, who, and new, new people who subscribe, and I shoot it out the next day, like all the new people. So, all the way through April, um, until the last day of April, there's a little extra special something, along with the free um, digital image that you re- will receive every month, and that you can download and print out and use any way you like. And I try and give you different sizes of it on the one page so you can play with it in different ways. And you also get a, a link to a note from the bookmaker, which explains what a junk journal is and how to use it, and maybe how to approach it. If something kind of fun to tuck in the beginning of your junk journals, if you're giving it as a gift, to give idea, people ideas as to what on earth this thing is and what to do with it. And um, you can also, with the uh, Word doc and the PDF, you can change it to make it your own, make it change the font, change the wording, everything. You can do anything you want with it. With my blessing, have fun. And what else? Um, Oh, you also get junk journal tips and updates from me, what's going on at the old paper outpost. And, um, you know, it just kind of still shows you I'm still alive. I'm still out here kicking. (laughs) I hope you are too. And um, what else? Um, I've got an Amazon shop, an Etsy shop, and um, the podcast. You know about the podcast, right? Okay. I think I've said enough. Okay. So, guys, I'll see you uh, next week. And, uh, well, actually, see you tomorrow. Um, Videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern time. And there you go. Take care, everybody. Happy crafting. Bye.